This is what renting furniture with Feather looks like. Pieces that fit your style and your space and cost less than your monthly phone bill. Oh, and did we mention delivery and assembly included? Feather. Start renting at livefeather.com. Welcome to another edition of Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We have got the self-proclaimed football manager boost, Luke Thompson. Hi, guys. Uh, Shoot Magazine blogger and Fancast blogger, of course, uh, Ben Husband. All right. And we've got the the man who loves nothing more than a good notepad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Richard. <laughs> uh, and who's also a Fancast blogger, Richard Hobbs. Good evening, everyone. Uh, well, what a great two weeks it's been for a Wolves fan. After four games in the Championship, nine points out of a possible 12 and fourth in the Championship. Yeah, I know it's early days, but we're in the top six. That's all we wanted. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the games uh, against Cardiff and re- preview the game against Blackburn. But let's go into news firstly. And Wolves have today signed uh, Graham Savile uh, from Chelsea. Graham, Graham Savile, who's that? George, why have I thought Graham then? Are you thinking of Danny Graham and getting him? I'm like doing Tom Ross Tom today. Jack Savile. <laughs> Jack Savile. <laughs> okay, so it's uh, George Graham. George Savile. George Savile from Chelsea on a three year deal for an undisclosed fee, thought to be around a million pounds. Uh, initial thoughts, gentlemen. Uh, George Savile. Good. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's really good signing. I, I've seen him play, I think I've only seen him play two or three times when I watched Brentford on the telly. And he looked decent, he looked like one of their standout players. Um, Brentford fans thought a lot of him. Seems like Chelsea fans thought a bit of him, the ones who sort of follow the youth. Um, again, one for the future, it's young, hungry. Yeah. So I don't know much about him, Johnny. He was... I remember when we played them, I thought if we could pick up either Forshaw or Savile, then it would have been good business. And with Forshaw going to Wigan, well, I don't know if it's gone through, but I know it was close, mm-hmm. then Savile, is, I think it's a great signing. Yeah, I definitely yeah. think Forshaw and Savile were the beating heart of that team. For well, me. it's what um, McDonald said as well when they asked him who was the best player yeah, that came said, up against. He, he said, said uh, those two yeah, yeah, Savile and um, Forshaw. And he's, he's an FA Youth Cup winner. He is. Yeah. yeah. And you can try and outdo yourself with stats tonight. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so Luke's sort of the ball rolling. So who can have Scored, the best? Uh, he is 183 snap. centimetres tall. But, uh, I think he scored well, four, six foot. He scored that, four forty <laughs> last year. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Left-footed. Right, I see you're oh, 183 oh, centimetres. And I raise you with a date of birth of the 1st of June, <laughs> 1993. Right, uh, if you've listened to this podcast many times, the only way we can rate a brand new yeah. player is through the power and the magic of football manager stats. So I, I'm going to pass over to uh, our good Luke Thompson here to go over George Tavel's football manager stats. Luke, can you give us um, the top three um, highest numbered stats that he's got? Yes, I can. Um, but so thank you to Dave as a party who got the stats for us today. Good pronunciation there. Luke's lodding with the applause there. So, the highest stats are uh, stamina, where he's got 14. 
Okay, not bad. Aggression. Okay. Where he's got a 14. And then bravery, where he's got 13. So he's going to be running around loads what and about? kicking people. <laughs> yeah. But he'll be doing for ages. Pretty what much. About, what um, about sort of, you know, the physical one? Like physical. Physical attributes. No, um, judging by this, you know, he's quite agile. Mm. Um, fair bit of pace. Because I'm sort of what I had, a, you know, from what I've sort of seen at Brentford highlights, and I sort of had a look online, found some uh, YouTube clips of him, and he seems really well balanced. Because I mean, he's both. I mean, he's predominantly left-footed, but he's just as good on his right for me, from what I've seen. Admittedly, for Chelsea youth, so he's playing under 18s, and I think mm-hmm. you know, a bit probably. I've seen a quote of him at the start of the summer when he thought yeah. that he might be going back to Brentford. And the thing that he highlighted was the fact that they played good football, which meant that suited him perfectly. Yeah. So I think we'll see him as more of a McDonald midfielder than a Henry midfielder yeah. anyway. Do you think, where do you think he'll sort of... I think he'll replace in. Evans. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Could he be a replacement for McDonald if, and hopefully in God, that never, this never happens, something happens to McDonald and gets injured? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they seem sort of quite similar builds. Yeah. And... I mean... Admittedly, I haven't seen him play loads, but from what I've seen, he definitely seems like competition for Evans rather than for Edwards and Jacobs. That would be what. Yeah. I'm so he's got, to, he's got to sit more than push. Yeah. Yeah. What are his weaknesses? Where does he need to improve on? Well, he definitely needs to improve on his flair. That's only a two. It's a two. So, I've seen some of his goals. It's, it deserves yeah, at least he's... a three. <laughs> uh, he can't throw. His free kicks aren't very good. <laughs> Neither is Penos. Um It's a good thing we're at the Capital One Cup then. Yeah, and I mean, everything else looks pretty run of the mill for a 20-year-old on football manager. So. He's, gets classed as a centre-mid slash defensive mid, doesn't he? Um, yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah, so, you know, I think he'll... I mean, there's got to be some competition for that position now next to McDonald's. You've got Rowe as well. You've got Rowe, Price, to... Evans, Savile. I mean, I'll it's think, only a guess. I, he might, he might see him as a more attacking option. Yeah. And, but it's just the fact that Brentford did score quite a lot of goals, and he only chipped in with four, which gives me the impression that he's not the sort of player that's so going to be scoring strings. loads. Of, yeah. Do you think yeah. Evans could not push up a bit further? I think Evans is better pushed in, up. Yeah, I think he's probably better as the attacking one for me. I do think. Um, I do think he tends to get lost a little bit, and that number ten role. There's a lot more space, and his game is suited better to being to bringing the ball off McDonald and driving forward rather mm. than ball back to goal. Mm. I think that actually suits Edwards' game much better than it does Evans. Now, after the uh, Savile transfer, of course, Wolves are still after a striker with Wolves, Wolves with uh, Woods and Clayton uh, going out of the grubs. Yeah, can't talk today. Uh, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> deep breaths. Unique New York. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after the uh, Savile transfer, Wolves are still after a striker, um, and that was more evident on the, the game against Cardiff on Saturday, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, Wood and Clayton, two players we've been trying to go for, have both slipped through the net. Another one that was linked to recently was Danny Graham in a £1 million move from Sunderland, but apparently uh, Tim Nash has tweeted... Uh, this evening that he's been told Sunderland striker Danny Graham will not be going to Wolves. Not sure there was any interest given his wages. Is that a big loss at all? And I'm not talking about the fact that we've already lost two other strikers, just Danny Graham in general. 
No. I'm three it, years ago, yes, but his career's fell off a cliff since. Yeah, since but, he left Swansea. Saying that, he did have a decent return for Middlesbrough last season. He got six, six, six and eighteen. He got six and eighteen for Hull. He played half a season for. He got one in eighteen. Um, then he moved to Sunderland halfway through the uh, 2012-13 season, and he got no goals in 12 games. I don't know sort of how many of them are starts, but he never he never he never settled in at Sunderland. Yeah. He was a Newcastle fan. Yeah. They boo, they used to boo him when he came on anyway, so I don't think he was particularly <laughs> happy. Say, they literally booed him on his debut. Yeah. One in three second half of last season for Middlesbrough. It's not a bad return, and I mean, obviously, as we said, he's kind of gone a bit by the wayside since. It's rumoured to be on forty thousand pound a week and. He wouldn't be a first, I don't think he'd be a, he's not mobile enough you, to be a first choice striker. Do you not think Sunderland would have wanted more than a million pounds? They paid about four or five million for him. I think they just, if they, he's on 40 they, grand yeah, a week, they, they just want him out of the club. Yeah, they're they're trying to cut the losses, don't they? Know. I mean, there's there's other targets out there. It all depends which Danny Brown turned up at Wolves. Are you going to get that Danny Graham who he's going to get you a goal every two or three games? Mm. Or are you going to get that Danny Graham who doesn't score for 18, 20 games? I think it's too much of a gamble for what we need. Because we need somebody who is going to get us 20, 25, 30 goals a season. I'm disappointed we missed out on Amiobi, but I think we'll just have to get back to the drawing. He's gone to the Turkish second division, so we've clearly seen seen his move elsewhere. That's the most disappointing moment of the summer, I think. We we, we just need a striker. Yeah. And we can't let it get to the stage where we're that desperate for a striker, we end up signing... But then again, I was just about to say we end up signing Carlton Cole. (laughs) But... I don't know. He's, I don't, he's got linked to the championship. He's on, right? I bet cool. he's on loads. Yeah. Yeah. Allardyce started him on. It's one of them, isn't he? I keep forgetting but that he used to play he, for He used to play, he scored one, one goal. He used to play for England, mate. I just think it's a, it is, it is a, a signing that doesn't keep with the rest of the squad anyway. Yeah. Colton Cole, it just seems a really out of place sign. I don't think we'd yeah. go for a price. I think the player we do, do need. I think Bamford's then. I do yeah. think Bamford's their number one target. Yeah. We're not going to get him. And he still hasn't. Of Tuesday night, still hasn't yeah. confirmed a move to Middlesbrough yet. Because the reason people think he'll go Middlesbrough is Karanka, mm-hmm. and the same thing could have been said about Savile, and he has chose Wolves instead. I mean, do you think we could now use Savile as a bargaining tool towards the Bamford deal? Possibly. You know, they've yeah. obviously or, played together yeah. at yeah. under twenty one level. Sort of Chelsea have said, right, Wolves, you can have one, and Bury, you can have the other. And sort of dead. just pick. It which could one. have been. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like when Naughty Scorkin right. Chelsea's our right. dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Middlesbrough, you just have, you have Bamford, Wolves have Savile, and I don't know who you're going to do again tonight. I've both names on a bit of paper and put them in my hand. Now, Wolves, <laughs> you get first pick. You never know. But, uh, I mean, I love, I, I love it if we got Bamford really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Such good Proper Kevin Keegan, I would love it. One of those, I'd love it. We have to yeah. do a fan cast special if we get him. Just. <laughs> And yeah. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going outside the ground yeah. Yeah. Sports, sports news. I'm yeah. one of them gorms filming the reporter. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a three month loan <laughs> as he drives in. The Messiah. Bamford, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another uh, Wolves player who has been linked for the exit um, is, of course, Bakary Sacco. In mm. for some reason, an eleven and a half, eleven and a half <laughs> yeah. million pound move to uh, Leicester. He's not going. <laughs> he might not be going. But if let's say this rumor is true, take it. Take would you take that them. money? Because I would take eleven and a half million. Yeah. Exactly. He's, he's on. Take it all well, the thing is, he's on final year of his contract, so we either need to sign him up so we can get, you know, so he's actually under well contract with us, or we're going to risk losing him on a free at the end yeah. of 
this season. I'd be surprised if uh, there was 11 million floating about and Moxie hadn't already taken it. If I was him, I'd want a season at, another season at the top of the championship. And then, because it tends to happen if you sign a player on a free, the wages tend to be higher because mm. they don't have to pay. Mm. Certainly, so it'd work out better for him personally to, to, to go on a free. But he'd rather have a season at the top of the championship than at the bottom of the Premiership, I think. Now, we're not going to do another podcast now until after the transfer window closes. And I know Wolves can still bring on a, a player on a loan, I'm right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are Wolves going to buy anyone permanently or bring anyone in before Monday when the window closes? Yes or no? It'd be great if there was a shock. Because... Because Wolves deadline, don't do business late on, That's do what they? I mean, they're, it's they're deadline day is so boring for Wolves, but it'd be amazing if this season, deadline day, we're all watching Sky Sports News and it's like... We're off to the Molyneux, Foley, Foley's gone, <laughs> Awara's gone, Johnson's gone, they're all just leaving, and then we just spend two and a half million on just somebody brilliant. I'll tell you who I'd love it. Okay, Kevin Keegan again. I'd love it if we brought in, just for the look on your face, Jordan Rhodes. Oh, <laughs> absolutely love it. No, but going back to what I said a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago about Jordan Rhodes. You can't use that same tagline again. He's now proved himself. <laughs> so we can join a club like Wolves now. Yeah. Now he's proved himself in the championship. Yeah. And those are worth, apparently worth fifteen million. I know. But the thing is, he's worth, gone mad. He's worth worth well, nearly the same as Balotelli. Balotelli. It's not. But it's, you can't compare transfers like that because it all comes down to wages as well and length of contract. Matter. It doesn't matter. It does. You can't compare you can't players like that. You can. It's impossible to compare players like that. So yes, the market's just gone. eating itself. That's what's happening. Yeah. It's it's gone crazy. So you're free. Yes, we're going to bring someone else in. Do you think before next Monday? Yes. Yes. Richards. Yeah, I think we will. I reckon Moxie's got a couple. Ace obviously. Yeah. We can't keep saying um, we all want striking. Is there any other positions? Right. <sighs> Maybe another centre back. Oh, because I, yeah, yeah, I'm a bit. I think we're quite light on centre backs. Yeah. If you take HDs and. Bath. Don't you got Ricketts who can play? No, no, you sort of, we're just using Ricketts as our one bath. You've seen that. Yeah. Uh, Dominic Iorfa, quality. Yeah. Absolute quality. Is he ready for a championship, though, or does he sort of need a season? Well, now? I mean, I've only seen a half hour training session from what I've seen. What can you that. tell us about was He was the best player on the pitch. Well, actually, now tell a lie, because Sacco and um, VLP just tore it up. Saudi McDonald, actually. But then, Dominic Iorfa, I couldn't believe how good he was. Yeah. It was it was ridiculously good. Landau, I don't think Ebanks Landau's good enough to he's be a backup. He's a beast. Is. I don't think he's good enough They're to right, be a backup really. though. We'd need someone else. But I don't think. But Ricketts can play. I, yeah. yeah, I don't think we're far away from. I don't think there's too much that we need to do to be mm. a contender in what the division. What about another CIM? Well, I, I know you've got possibly brought in George Savile. Yeah, think, I mean, I think you know, if he's playing in there, then you don't need him. Yeah, I think, I think I'm right. Richard, centre back is. I'm, I'm a little worried. I mean, yeah. I know that someone who's he's now played 50 consecutive um, league games for, so he's not someone who sort of pulls up injured. Mm. But you know, you are only sort of, you know, one one heavy touch away from a yeah a from bad, a bad injury. injury yeah, yourself. and I, I'd be a bit worried to be honest if um, we we're without someone like that. But then you, you have got Ricketts who can play there. You have, yeah, and that's. Adequate cover. I suppose everyone would just shuffle up as well because Ricketts. If Ricketts moved into centre back, he'd probably promote Foley back onto the bench. Yeah, you got Foley the other day. I mean, he's an experienced Championship player after all. Um, So after out of all the transfer uh, news, uh, Kevin McDonald has got his deserved 
Yeah. Uh, Scotland call up. Mm. He's in the squad to play a Germany in their Euro 2016 qualifier. I don't know what's hit him. Yeah. <laughs> then Germans will not know what's hit him. Um, deserved, isn't it, really, for yeah. McDonald? Yeah. yeah, I mean, can you think of any better Scottish midfielders at the moment? Colin mm. Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> not off the top of my head. Honestly, oh, can't. Who, who plays there? Dorans and Fletcher. Yeah. Better than both of them. He's easily better than Fletcher and Dorans, I'd say. Mm. He's much better than the Championship. He could comfortably be playing in the yeah. Premier League. So, and Scotland can't afford to not be playing Championship players, let alone Premier yeah. League. I was also surprised he wasn't getting called up towards the end of last season. Because yeah. I mean, he was. Okay. Oh, the player James Morrison as well, don't they? What the singer? <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst joke of the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, right, uh, moving away from uh, transfer news. Luke, on Twitter the other day, you talked about the North Bank, uh-huh. about how you think it needs its own identity. Is that right? Or am I just yeah, making I mean, it words? No, no, it, it needs something. I mean, <clears throat> you go to the game now, and all you get is noise from the South Bank, which admittedly is superb noise. But do you not feel that the morning you would feel a lot more intimidating for away teams and a lot more homely for home teams if both ends of the ground was generating as much noise. Mm. You know, I think if you, if you look at stadiums across the world where more than one but stand is generating the noise yeah. like that. For, for a good example is the cop is loud. Well, it's loud compared to the other three. The other three stands are, are very quiet. Mm. And it is the way that stadiums go because people that like to make a lot of noise gravitate to one stand. And at Wolves, that just happened to be in that stand. And I think that the North Bank's too big and too separated to be able to make that. Because if you think there's someone on the top row of the top tier and someone on the bottom row of the bottom tier, there's a big gap. Mm. In the South Bank, there's only... 20, 20 rows, whatever, 30 rows. Yeah, which you could say it's too big, but then... Is there enough fans that want to make a lot of noise yeah. that would fill both stands? Do people want to have that view without yeah. the noise, yeah. as it were? Um, just a couple of comments on Twitter. Uh, Adam Thompson saying, you have to uh, remember it's a new stand. Groups have to be formed and a lot of fans left for other stands and you can't artificially create a section. Uh, you have to let them... You have to let them naturally, much like the lads in S1. Uh, and Michael... Petaligro uh, says the North Bank hasn't got an identity yet. I think if it had its own songs um, to the North Bank, it would be noisy. Well, I remember when I used to go to the Monument when I was younger, before the North Bank was developed, the North Bank did actually make noise, and especially mm. cup games. Mm. The noise that was generated from the Monument because the North Bank was going at it and the South Bank was going at it, you know, let's try and sound too cliche, it would make the hairs on the back of your mm. neck stand up. Do- but no, you don't get it, and it's just one tier stands do. I've always thought one tier stands work better, work better mm. as a main home end. But you could, you know, you could have the top tier of the same, of the North Bank, yeah. which which made noise. But it just seems like the whole. I think if that was to happen, the best way to do that would be to have away fans in that bottom tier because yeah. that's how you get noise mm-hmm. above it when there's people below it. Yeah. But then they've got an end then, so you couldn't do that. So. But then, um, if you put, it's difficult. The away fans in the North Bank would that affect the yeah. atmosphere in the South, South Bank? Yeah, yeah, I think it would. 
But that's that, yeah, I think that's why the South Bank's so loud. Even though you're the same distance, you always I've always thought that you feel closer and you sat in that stand. But as well, you know, the North Bank did used to make noise, so it's just like, well, where have those people gone? Mm. Or if they just got older, they just can't be asked to sing no more. I don't know. But I think there's is enough it, yeah. enough passionate fans out there, and I think to be fair, I think there is enough people in the North Bank who would mm. like to generate an atmosphere, mm. but they feel that they can't. There is, there does sort of seem to be a culture. Because I mean, I sit in the South Bank, and sort of the culture is: if you want to stand behind the goal, that's great. But if you want to stand up and chant throughout the game, you go South Bank. If you want to sit down and enjoy the game from behind a goal, you go North Bank. Mm. I mean. I think it would be good, actually. You know, it'd be great if all four sides of the stadium, everyone was chanting and creating, you know, an atmosphere, you know, hostile or however you yeah. want to describe it. But you say, I think, you know, some people do go to watch football games for, you know, different reasons and support the team in different ways. Yeah, um, and, you know, I'm not saying... I mean, as, you, you, know, you, you, you there's a right or wrong way to enjoy the game. I just feel you just don't that there's enough, there's start, enough people know. who are in the North Bank mm. who would like to create the atmosphere. But but then maybe, like like Adam says, you can't... You know, it, it, it needs to yeah. be formed. So people need to realise, oh, OK, you're going N2 or whatever, and that's where... The singer's got the mm. sing. Well, but then it the singer's like it's a choir. Yeah. But you know what yeah. I mean. That's where the atmosphere. The yeah. people who want the atmosphere. Because, yeah. Doesn't that? Go. Yeah, because that almost leaves an area where it's frowned upon or not acceptable for you to chant and sing, which would make me feel kind of awkward. Mm. I'm sort of in that. Mm. So it's a, it is a difficult one. Sometimes it's just one game that that it takes to just spark an atmosphere. Mm. That's we need a good cup game. Yeah. Yeah. Against Premier League opposition. You know, like when we played Newcastle, it was three-two end-to-end. Yeah. We need a game like that, and then the people in the, the North Bank will come out of the shell. And I mean, because it's not even—I know some people hated it, but there's not even that. Like you know, when they used to sing to each other, yeah, that doesn't yeah. even now, happen now because the North Bank would always jump back, wouldn't they? Yeah, but that yeah. doesn't even happen anymore no, now. Nothing. Um, you know, I suppose the North Bank has got a bit of a corporate feel to it now, but you could have the bottom tier. Corporate in the, the upper yeah. tier, like they like you know, like the North Bank version of the South Bank in the upper tier, and I don't know. I just, know. I just, what you, why don't you let us know your thoughts on um, if you know you, the North Bank should generate more noise at WWFC Fancast and Wolves Football Fancast Show on Facebook. Uh, Saturday, the game against Blackburn, it's going to be 125 years of Molyneux. 125 years. Just, just. I'll, I'll keep repeating that number if you want. <laughs> yeah. waiting for more for a reaction. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes, David. Yeah, it's been five years. We need John on here for for that section, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. So he went to the first game. <laughs> Anyone got a favourite money mo- moment at all? Just off the top of the heads, um, winning a football match yet? Yeah. 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 <laughs> John. Yeah. So, Any promotion? Um. So when I was a mascot, um, we, season we went at the playoffs and we beat. Not Forest 2-1. Yeah, I say that. But that's just a personal one. I feel old. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think I felt last week when I saw John, who was the same age as my dad. I was like, okay. <laughs> what was happening? <laughs> I remember I had a birthday treat and I got to meet the players before the game. And they all signed like this, um, I think it was a 94-95 season and the season review book, all yeah. the players signed it. And it was Mark McGee's... No, we played Leicester. I don't think it was his first game in charge, but it was obviously the first time he'd, Leicester had yeah, he'd yeah. come across Leicester again. And they all had the, the Judas signs in the bottom of the, 
John Ireland, as it was. My my favourite moment would be when we beat, got beat by Southampton six 0 and uh, we got a standing ovation at the end of the game, and it was just it was one of them moments. That and that's quite surreal. And when we got relegated, two quite depressing moments actually. <laughs> but the, the second one was when we got relegated against Man City in the Premier League, and everyone was and it was still ridiculously loud. And the final whistle went, and the whole of the Man City fans turned and clapped. Mm. And that was that, that. Still, I find that amazing now. Watching it on YouTube all the time. Mm. Staying up um, versus Blackburn as well. Yeah, yeah. That mm. was that was it. And cup nights, Sheffield Wednesday. Time. Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, Crystal yeah, Palace definitely. at home, even though they spanked us. Mm. <clears throat> but those goals three from when we beat Sheffield Wednesday in the cup. God, I think I was three. You were three. I think I was eight. I think. But yeah, Kevin Pressman penalty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's been some some cracking times, uh, and it's it's a great stadium. I mean, part of me thinks you look at the North Bank, and whilst it looks impressive, just wish we'd have left it as it was. Yeah, a part of me does because mm. I just always thought the Molyneux was really. I mean, it is still unique, but I don't know. I just like the look. It's got such a unique name as well compared to. Like the Emirates or the yeah, Macron you know, yeah. it is like a different it has, name. You, yeah. You'll get you'll get people who never seen one before who still ask you how to spell it. My, it's yeah, different. my my mum bless her. Mum's getting a shout out now. She's going to be loving this. Um, when she first came to War guarantee this now. I'm not. <laughs> that's one on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, um, Moulin. There's a French cooking company called Moulin X. So first time she was driving through Wolverhampton, she was like, Steve. Where's this factory? You keep seeing size for. Why is it so big here? <laughs> Didn't the Banter's Banter lad mention that on that podcast back in February? Possibly. Munich, something like that. Possibly. Yeah. Anyway, the Wolves are doing some uh, commemorative things this week um, about Monu's 125th birthday, so make sure you uh, tweet them at um, Artificial Wolves. Um, Scott Goldborn got our Pro of the Season award on Saturday before the Cardiff game. Ben, you were too drunk to come along. I went too drunk. <laughs> I just thought I'd reached the point where I should come. <laughs> <laughs> not socially appropriate. Yeah. You're just staying on. Scott, I love you. <laughs> I thought, I, I've got a decision to make now. I can come to the ground and be hungover by kickoff and be drunk talking to Goldborn or just stay in the pub. <laughs> uh, but yeah, me, Luke and John Bob went along. He was uh, for the very brief, obviously, the brief chat we had with him because he was about to warm up. He was a nice guy. Yeah, he seemed, nice. he seemed nice enough. Appreciative of the awards as well. I'm sure that was the one he always wanted. Didn't yeah, I campaign for him to win that? I think I did yeah, last year. Yeah. So. so you should have really oh, been yeah. there, shouldn't you? Yeah. I should have. Yeah, but I voted for you, Scott. <laughs> yeah. Thank me for this. But you know, I bet that's probably what he dreamed of as a kid growing up. Yeah. You know, before he even made it as professional footballer to win kids that to win that the supporters podcast for the team you played for, player of the season. Yeah. Even when podcasts probably didn't even exist. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of built there with European Championships and World In, Cup. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to win an audio-based fanzine <laughs> um, supporters. Play of the Year award. Yeah, that's my goal. No, no Champions League. Forget that. I, we've all had similar dreams like that when we were kids growing up to yeah. to win a T-shirt. I remember that was the first when I was kicking a ball against a wall. I was yeah. thinking one day I'm going to receive the majority vote. <laughs> 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 uh, so thanks very much, Scott Goldboard, uh, for uh, picking up our award. And the will we will be doing a, an inter- a video interview with him um, this week, which will be on our YouTube account in the next few days. Uh, finally. Liking the new theme tune? To we the have podcast. a review card. We are going to. There are more important things. Oh, okay. <laughs> now a theme tune. Yeah, yeah, strange went for finally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, theme tune. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Um, is it still news? 
Yes, he's still doing it. He's got that from me today, hasn't yeah. he? I said there's a lot to talk about this oh, week. Right. Well, I was pumped at the start. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, theme tune. Good. Yeah. Yes. It's really good, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really into that sort of music, but it's got oh. a nice ring to it. And it's um, that song is by uh, a band called Burn Down Rydell. Uh, you can get the song, which the, the theme tune is from, uh, Fight, from iTunes, and you can find them on Twitter, at Burn Rydell. That's the end of the news bit. Do you know where we've like, been dropping subtle plugs in and stuff you know Even stuff like so Sony yeah. and, and, and Apple and stuff football manager and, in yeah. helping to get free stuff yeah do you think they'll give us tickets to a gig they might do you never know I would say if you're listening but they're probably not you just, so. <laughs> <laughs> you just said it's not your type of music you just want something free <laughs> <laughs> well and that's the end of the news bit a Mark Hudson own goal gave Wolves a much deserved 1-0 win at the weekend against Cardiff in what was a fantastic performance. Um, a win thoroughly deserved. That first half, probably some of the best football I've seen down in Molyneux. I know I've said that a few times now, but I think that has got to the top. Yeah, I think Robert Dwayne Classic, I think first half was about 69% possession, overall 67%. I, I can't remember the last time I've seen Wolves keep the ball that well. Mm. And it, was, so it wasn't just we kept it along the back four and stuff like that. Just fantastic. We just passed it around so yeah, well. It was, mm. It was weird to watch. It's like it's what we've sort of been wanting Wolves to do for years. It, it feels weird watching those golden black shirts playing yeah. such Passive. positive, attractive. good, attractive football. You know, this football, I was saying, this football is as good as Swansea played and Southampton played at similar mm. points mm. in their development. Yeah. It's getting a bit I, eerie, isn't it? I genuinely think the football that we're playing now is as good as anyone could have hoped for. Yeah. I love it if we go forward in six months and we're doing terrible and we go, Ben, do you remember when you said that? <laughs> I'll, I'll still stick <laughs> like that. we just got route one. That, no, that 90 minutes, if it never happens again, I'm happy to say that 90 minutes was better than Swansea done, said. Probably better than Barca. It's up there. Yeah. We have got the Scottish Zavi <laughs> and, the, and the Welsh Iniesta. But um, some of the passes, uh, through balls, Lee Evans once again, some of them, yeah, some of the he, he, had a, he had a much better game, and it, um, it's what we picked up on after me, the Norwich yeah, game. How he balls felt. over the top was sort of aimless and yeah. just more like a hit and hold because he seemed like he was scared mm-hmm. of, of, yeah. of of getting possession. But the what, yeah, his pings and he was spraying the ball across the field like like he, he owned the place. Mm-hmm. You know, he really played well. Cardiff were a much better side than Norwich. Mm-hmm. Were. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there was. You know, they. I mean, they it was a sterner test for the defence because they didn't really get tested against Norwich, really, did they? That was more negative than I expected. <coughs> Ooh, Cardiff. Yeah, much more negative than I thought they would be. Well, I, I think they tried I, to get us on the counter. That's what I think. I think that's first half with um, Lafondre and Maynard. I mean, I've had one chance in the first half where we just, you say, completely caught us on the counter yeah. attack. Mm. Then they kind of realised that's the only tactic we've got. So they brought on Kenwin Jones and just. They, sort of they got back into off. it, didn't they? Second yeah, half. scared second Se- half. Second yeah. half, it was um, similar to Norwich. First half was complete domination from Wolves in both yeah, games. Second half, both Norwich and Cardiff <clears throat> did get into the game a lot more. Whether that's because we chose to sit back a little bit or just because they got a rollicking off their managers, who knows? Um, but they did come into it, and there was some moments, you know, that side from Akimi off Kenwin Jones, oh, top draw, yeah. absolute yeah. top draw. Um, but at the same time, if you did break the the game down into two halves, Wolves 
if you would have scored like a boxing match, Wolves would have won both yeah. both rounds. Did anyone yeah. watch the football league show? Uh huh. Did you see how one sided the? Yeah, yeah. It was unbelievable. There was so much sort of one sided coverage. Unbelievable. And Oliver Sal show. We deserve to win. No, but the report said the report. Did you not? Didn't have a shot to make. Like, I mean, do you not watch the game? He didn't touch the ball. The way the reporter phrased the question as well was like, "Oh, Ollie, I bet you can't believe you've lost that one, can you?" Like it was a real smashing grab. Yeah. I know we're a bit biased about the game, but we still had seventy percent possession. Yeah, we had more shots. We had yeah. more corners. Yeah. That's not a smash and grab if you have seventy percent no. possession. No, I think I think obviously all the Wolves players had a fantastic game. So yeah. obviously somebody though who had such a terrible day on Saturday was Fabio De Silva. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he had to take on the man VLP. Either VLP was terrific or De Silva was bad, or was it just the combination both. of both? Yeah, Doherty had him back four times. Yeah, yeah. Doherty dropped to Doherty Megs, didn't he, before really he had that shot game. off the uh, I would have loved it if he, when Doherty did the Megs, he just literally went, Megs! De Silva couldn't handle it, Would Fabio have played against Ronaldo in training, do we think, at United? Was they there at the same time? Yeah, yeah, they would have been, yeah. Because I mean, they've been there quite a while, haven't they, the Silva brothers? They would I reckon they'd pass. I imagine that he thinks he's better than Ronaldo now after that 90 minutes. Who, VLP? Or Fabio? Fabio will be thinking VLP's better than Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> but VLP again, that was the first time I really got to see him in a 90-minute match. And I I've, I've, fantastic. The thing is, VLP, he's, he's started to outshine Sacco. Mm. Which, when you, you know, because we've not really been used to flair players at the Molyneux. And so I was like saying to my mate, I think VLP is probably the first time I've seen a player do a step over in a Wolf shirt. At the Molyneux, we're just not used to mm. such flair and trickery, and you know we've been lucky to have s- such a talented player in Saka for the last three years, third season, now, third for the last season. three seasons. But VRP's coming. I think mm. he's sort of stealing his thunder. And, and Sacco's uh, slightly lost the excitement about his game now. He, I think when he started off, he did have what VLP had, and all of a sudden, it, but it has. I don't. I, I, think, I think VLP's got a lot more tricks in his. I think what locker. you said is if. The power carries on like he is, and teams start putting two men on him, and Sacco gets more room. That's when Sacco will it come will into his own. Yeah. 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 I saying... think it's just going to flip between the two because at this point, Cardiff still were having two men on Sacco every time he got the ball, and Van Lepara was one on one with it Fabio. It took from a while to cut yeah. on, didn't it? it took mm. until... And when teams start just dedicating two players to him, then Saka's going to have... It's just going to switch all season. Yeah, they're I, think. Gonna, I think teams are really going to struggle to double up on both wingers at the same time. But the, the thing is... Team, team, McDonald loads of space yeah, in exactly. the middle. Can... Teams are going to double up, and that could be a left-sided midfielder and, a, and the left-back, yeah. for example, on VLP. But then because our full-backs are bombing on exactly. so much as well, the teams just aren't going to be yeah. able to cover. We're win the Prem, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I think... As long as we can sort of keep up momentum and keep on the movement, because that's the thing. Like, if you've got a, you know, someone being um, marked by two players, you need to have runners going off and to create, you know, to use the extra space. So, I think that was the one sort of bit of a negative I took from the Cardiff game. Is you know, we we're great at keeping the ball; it's fantastic, but we do need to try and work out a way to break down a defence mm. a little bit more. I think that's been mm. our problem for the last that's, few years. Yeah. We just can't break people. I think that's, in some ways, why Solbakken failed with his football. Yeah. Is because we'd pass it out across the box and no one then would have an idea of what mm. to do with it then. I thought this defence was solid. I thought Stephen had a fantastic yeah. game. Which yeah. Again, yeah. Really, especially the apart, first half. Yeah, apart from uh, for the Cameron Jones chance where mm. he got a bit lost under the ball. Um, 
Yeah, didn't put. I thought Goldborn was superb. Again. Yeah, definitely off the back of being awarded the uh, fan this, yeah this season. Yeah, um, <laughs> I could see you had a spring of a step, couldn't you? All going. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, I'm just doing this for you, lads. <laughs> you can just see him smile, <laughs> can't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody. The only, if I'm being nitpicky once again, the only fault. Well, I could probably think of more, but the one that's most prominent in my mind was. Jacobs when he came on. Yeah, yeah. He, he did seem to get a bit lost in I the thought he was, game. He yeah. looked extremely thought, off the pace. I thought Dicko, I didn't think he had a bad game. I just think he got lost within the I'm game. Still, I don't, I don't I, actually I just, remember times when he touched the ball. I just, just think because, he was dropping too deep and, and yeah. pulling wide too much to try and get involved. And it's like, well, Dicko, let VLP, Sacco and Edwards do that. Yeah, Edwin, we need yeah. you to stay up yeah. and, and get in the box. Because yeah. I think that might be our problem. Dicko... He's spending so much time drifting around those areas. Mm. Uh, we're missing opportunities when he should be in the box. Cause, yeah. because he's there were times deep. where Wolves were trying to play it onto the wing and there was four cards defenders and Edwards. I was like, if you're going to cross that ball in, you obviously got such a less chance. Dicko's in there. Yeah. You've got... mm. so, yeah, and I think that's what we're going to need. I think that's been our problem for mm. most of the games this season. We're just not getting the, the bodies mm. in the box. We had an unlucky break against Rotherham. And I looked, yeah. went outside with that goal because I'm presuming it was going wide. McDonald's. It, well, it, was, it wasn't even reaching the goal. No, no. I, I don't even think it was a shot, was it? it I was thought he was trying to uh, clip it in yeah, for yeah. Dicko in behind. Yeah, it's always it, going to be a Hollywood ball at best. Uh-huh. Nine times out of ten, yeah. it's certain, it certainly weren't it. one where you think, oh, this might have gone in anywhere. It was yeah. the, it weren't <laughs> close. <laughs> yeah. It was it, it was a good finish to be fair yeah. to him. Oh yeah, powerful finish. Yeah, it was Alan Smith esque from the. Uh, oh yeah. Did, did it? Uh, it was ago. it was no less than what we deserved anyway. Yeah. And yeah. you know you've got a ride. You look in football, it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? it when the against us against Rotherham, yeah. went for us against Cardiff. Uh, just to finish off the Cardiff bit, then uh, what's a Cardiff City fans' view of the game? Here's a view from the Ninon podcast to tell us more. I wasn't surprised that. You beat us at Molyneux because I think you, as a team, are going to surprise a lot of people this year. You've got some very good players and a good manager behind you, and the way you play football, I think, is set up for the championship. But I was disappointed with the manner in which we conceded the winning goal. I mean, it was a pretty pretty nothing shot that, that Hudson deflected past David Marshall, and I think that, considering we'd been solid for most of the game, it showed a kind of tiredness and carelessness to make a mistake like that. I think we had the best chances, although we didn't have much of the possession. I think the stats show that we only had 33% of the possession, which is utterly ridiculous, really, in a game where we're set up as an attack inside. And I think Kenwood Jones had probably the best chance of the game. And if we'd scored that, it probably would have been a different story, because I think we might have held out to win. But as it was, you took all three points, which I think was a fair reflection on on the game. You had more shots, you had more shots on tar- you had more shots on us, although less on target. And I think you, you played some good football. I think it's interesting to note that it was the first, your first win against Cardiff since 2008. I mean, we've had a bit of a hoodoo over you in terms of games at Cardiff. I haven't beaten you in the, the FA Cup early on in the rounds and then in the league. We've, we've never seemed to lose against you. And I think that it will set us back confidence-wise, but we're, we're still on the, the edges of the playoffs. And I think you guys are, are well-placed in fourth. I think it's it's going to be a long season for both sides. I think... Both teams will be fighting for the playoffs come the end of the season. I just think it's it's a case of of who can beat each other over the season, and and you beating us so early on will give you guys a good psycho psychological edge going into the rest of the season.
Uh, thanks for the guys from The View from the Dinner Podcast for giving us their views of the Cardiff game. Four games in the gents, we've reached that kind of milestone after the three relegated Premier League teams. Nine points out of 12, fourth in the league. Were you expecting to beat this stage with mm. such good football as well? No. no. I was I was expecting about four points, if I'm being honest, or six if, yeah. six if we was... Mm. I was... I was hopeful that if we beat Norwich, that we'd be on a similar points tally to that we're on. Just mm. because, you see, momentum just carries teams through this early. Because we've been winning so many games of football last year. We almost don't know how to lose. Yeah, it, mm. whereas teams like Fulham can't remember how to win a game. We can't remember how to lose one. Yeah. Then we remembered and then... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but did you see the stats somebody put on Twitter, was it yesterday? We haven't lost at home in 257 yeah. days. Really? Yeah, with 22 million seconds. So Luke Thompson start, goes up the bar on the stats? Oh, that, I'm not taking no credit for that. That was just... Oh, what was the last game we lost Wolf Babble on Twitter. Wolf something. Yeah, yeah. Great yeah. stat. Yeah, Stacking. Yeah, yeah. Get him on the show. Yeah. But three nine points against all three Premier League teams yeah. from a team that have come up from League One who in, you know we didn't know how really we were going to start this season against these teams. It was the benchmark, and we've we've walked all over them. Really. I just come May. How many teams will be able to say they took nine points mm. off the first three games? The uh, it is it is the best time to play them, but we have still beat all three. So, yeah. but you still got to beat them. I yeah. mean, you look at Norwich since they've lost to us. They've yeah. been flying. They've won whatever won three one three nil and one nil in the local yeah, derby. They've, That's they've got that super. But who have they beat? Did they beat poor no? Blackburn, I think. Blackburn, yeah. which, you know, they're a decent championship team now. Won a local derby away from home, which is mm. always tricky. I can't remember the other team they've beat, but... McCarthy's not very good in derbies, is he? No, it's terrible. It's awful. It's terrible. It's open, buggered if he goes to um, Crystal Palace and we've all them London derbies. I think they'd be buggered if he goes there. <laughs> <either way. laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we've started off well and we're playing really great football, but is there an air of complacency now? Could we get a bit... Cocky in the fact oh, that and amongst fans as well, you know, if Wolves say lose oh, yeah. to Blackburn and everyone turns, they're a bit like, well, hang on a second, we were singing everyone's praises last week. Now we're going completely. We, we are, we are going to go on a bad run. There's almost no. Well, that, we're not good enough yeah. to get ninety points well, in this division, we, which means we are going to have. Yeah. We're going to go through months. We might go a month without winning a game. We've got to prepare for that, though. We've got to yeah. realise yeah. that that is realistic. It's hard to prepare for that once you've been doing it for full. Full calendar year now without realising yeah. what it's like I think to it's, lose. Yeah, I think it's helpful that there are still things we need to improve on. So it's you know you say we've won one nil, one nil, one nil. You know we need to yeah we need to score more goals. Mm-hmm. Like you can't you know be surprised if we manage to win every other game this season one nil. You know we need to learn how to come back <laughs> from behind. So I'm not worried about us being complacent as such. Um, I don't think it's been that good a start where you'd think yeah, there's nothing. I we don't do. think we've. I think we've done very well, but I don't think we've blown teams away. Yeah. So I mean, much. you look at Forest; they've been smashing it. To be fair, haven't yeah. they? And their fans that a lot, some of them think they've won the league already. I, mean, I think they'll be up there really? if I'm being honest. Yeah. I think they've got a decent squad now, but I just don't think. I know it's really early, but I just don't see there being a team that are going to run away with it. I just don't think there's anyone that's that good. I think it's going to be about literally about ten teams mm-hmm. that are going to be that are going to be just fighting out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't see there being a Cardiff that are going to win the league by ten points 
or Leicester yeah. like last year. I just don't. I just don't mm-hmm. see it. Nah, it's going to be tight. Q Forest scoring 112 points. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now I think you, you never know. know there gonna... might be a team like Norwich who, even though they lost to us on the opening day, will get their act together and you know. Well, you know, now they've realised how to win a game. Yeah, exactly. It's not like they've got the worst squad in the world, Norwich. They've still got some very good players. Yeah. So they, I think it, they've got a, they'll be up there in the top six or eight, mm. aren't the Norwich? I'd imagine. <laughs> So on Saturday, uh, on the 125th anniversary of Molyneux, Wolves take on Blackburn. Uh, their record so far this season, loss one, loss one. They're 10th in the league. They seem to be a bit more settled now, don't they, with their kind of chairman and the Venkies and the yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and if they can turn down like 15 million, yeah. or 10 million, whatever, it would be for Jordan Rouse, then they must be in a better financial position there. And Do we know anything else about Blackburn apart from Jordan Rhodes? Tom Carney seems a decent player. Um, played for Hull, I think, beforehand. I'm not sure. Yeah, he scored their goal, didn't he, on he the scored, opening uh, night? Yeah, he's And he set two up off set pieces last week, two corners. Yeah, he seems a good uh, good player. Here's Grant Hanley, who's... Did not write him. No, I think he's a big lump. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely think it's... It's a trick, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point and saying I'm the There's a message under his shirt. <laughs> Screw you, Ben. <laughs> Sorry, carry That'd be on. good exposure, though, yeah. wouldn't you? <laughs> I'd, I'd, yeah, from what I've seen... like David Dunn, haven't they? Yeah. From, I watched them on the opening night. Yeah. They played Cardiff, didn't they, on telly? First game of the season. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't overly impressed with them. I think they're, they're a good side. Yeah. Like, they're going to be around the playoffs, but I certainly don't think... These are the sort of games where we need to make home advantage yeah. game, though. Mm. Against teams like Blackburn. These are 50 50 games. Yeah. When we go to Ewood Park, you'd say if we get a point, it's a good result, but they, there's, they're the favourites to win the game. Yeah. And we've got to be the favourites mm. at home and we've got yeah. to win all these games. So you'd probably put it, say, 60% in Wolves' favour, 40 Blackburn, away from home, reverse 60% yeah. Blackburn, yeah. 40 Wolves. I think that's probably our level. We may yeah. well be above that level come May, yeah. but I think from our expectations, I would put us is around Blackburn, Blackburn Reading, Watford. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think most Wolves fans would be fairly happy with that, wouldn't they? I mean, yeah. I think so, if we finish ahead of Blackburn, we've had a good season. Yeah. So. Q Blackburn finishing 23rd, <laughs> 22nd. <laughs> Could have had a stinker tonight. <laughs> um, same team for Saturday, do we think? I can't see him changing it. Unless he brings Savile in. Yeah. Because isn't it not adamant that these players are going to start getting tired? Do you need to special athletes, Dave? They shouldn't get tired. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in August. It's a week. <laughs> and they've had a week in between the last two games. Yeah, I think yes. Um, I think it's if you get as a player, if you can get, I think about seventy-two hours rest in between each game, you should be fine for the next one. There's his ball side from the University of Wolverhampton. That is Avarice with. Not as you know, you better. Don't you diss my beloved University of Wolverhampton? But I think we should be okay. I mean, on the other hand, I don't feel we need to drop any players. I know I was slightly critical of Evans a few weeks ago, but as a, you know, he turned it around at Fulham and played well at the weekend as well. So I think it would be harsh to drop yeah. anyone. Straight away. It'll be Savile on the bench, I would have thought, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because we didn't have any centre mitts on the bench, did we? Predictions then for Saturday, Ben, let's start with you. 2 uh, 1. I'd like to see us concede and see how we react. I wouldn't like to see us concede, <laughs> but I, I want to see how we react if it's we do like concede. Ma- is it a masochist? Is that the word? I don't know. Well, well, you you know how, you know, <laughs> yeah. Do you know how in Wolves games that most of us. Most of them give give us quite on a, on edge, and we get sweaty palms. I think he does that for a thrill. Yeah, he goes. He goes. So, what's your favourite moments? 
oh yeah, when we got relegated. <laughs> oh, what was it? <laughs> when we lost six, when we lost six nil. Oh, can we can Yeah, but it's more, it's more insane. That was your favourite moment when we got promoted. Dripping Obviously, candle that would be one of your favourite Don't get wrong, it's a bit different, but yeah. still. My prediction six nil wolves. <laughs> uh, Richard, your um, predictions, please. If, uh, I reckon two nil. I think. Yeah, then I think if we get a new striker in as well, I think four nil. Yeah, four nil without a point. Yeah. But yeah, I reckon we should be able to beat them. I know they're a decent enough team, but yeah, I reckon we should turn them over. Do you want me, do you want me to go first this week? Because last week you complained yeah. that. Yeah, go on. Uh, two nil to Wolves, I think. Um, yeah. Um, K Max going to score. You're going to acknowledge that uh, Scotland cap. I'll say three one, Dicar Brace. Dicar Brace. Um, just the final point. Um, Ricketts. Everyone's gone quite on Ricketts now. He's been in the team for four games. Yeah. But obviously the the capital capital game. But you know, no one's saying, oh, what about Ricketts? But he, sh- he shouldn't be in the side at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think. I don't think. But club any. club captain Danny Bart's been captain now, hasn't he? Yeah. Doing a good job. He doesn't come across like he would be the kind of player that's no. going to kick his kick up his boss. Yeah. Really. No, I'm not saying, but it's it's funny how he was our kind of leader last a, season, yeah. and now all of a sudden it's almost like I wonder whether there's a, there's always been a natural changing of the guard that was at pre- this point because there was no indication pre-season that he wasn't going to be starting because that was one of the surprise yeah. exits at Norwich. I just a thought. Yeah, how long it'll continue. My sort, I kind of wrote a little bit about something about who should play right back about over, you know, about Doherty and Ricketts. And I think the main, when I was chatting to people around me, I said, oh yeah, but Notch, you've got quick wingers. So, so you play Doherty because he's quicker. Which is fair enough, but wingers are always going to be quick. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't think of any particular wingers who aren't going to get, you know, show you a clean It's like you won't put John Park in wide right with you. <laughs> yeah. really. So, like, what. <laughs> You know, by that sort of logic, who can Ricketts actually play against? <laughs> but, but by that logic, nobody. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I said. They say, "We've decided to terminate your contracts." Thanks very much. Yeah, you've just found out that all wingers are really <laughs> yeah. fast. Can you run 100 meters in less than 11 seconds? No, get out. <laughs> Um, that's where we'll leave it thanks very much for listening uh, follow us on Twitter at WWFC Fancast uh, Facebook Wolves Football Fancast Show and like and email Wolves Football Fancast Show at gmail.com all our latest blogs from people like Ben and Richard of course at uh, Wolves Football Fancast.wordpress.com uh, back next week to review that game against Blackburn and then it's the international break and we're off for another week yeah <laughs> um, and if you want to listen to another podcast check out our podcast Extra uh, with um, award winning author and journalist Michael Calvin um, by going on SoundCloud and iTunes as well uh, so for this week it's bye from the Statman Richard ta uh, bye from Ben bye bye from Luke see you later and it's bye from me see you next week <laughs>
Experience Shudder's biggest month of horror featuring a new season of Creepshow and new movie premieres every week, all available ad-free and on demand. Start your free trial today at amcplus.com.